Hello and welcome to World Shop, the podcast where we build worlds based on the role of 20-sided die. I'm Jordan. And I am a dinosaur version of Cody. God, I hate you. And with us yet again for another fun episode is Diana, the only person who knows about dinosaurs. Hi! You said that in a very negative way and you're like, with us... Again, no, I actually <laughs> Diana, I appreciate having I Diana. Guess. To be honest, like you're one of my favorite guests. Yay! Okay. I like you're our most actually, frequent guest. What? What? No, no. I think Mel has her beat by like one episode. Really? Yeah. Anyways, so I I, I just want to ask because when we first had you on as guest, you said that Cody has introduced you as his friend because we're not friends. So please, Diana, are we friends now? I think we might have united around our hatred for Cody in deep bonds of mutually exclusive friendship that has now no. destroyed any friendship I ever had with Cody. I you guys will became say- friends in SEAL Team John. I was your friend matchmaker. <laughs> I put the two of you on a group chat together, and then I didn't talk anymore. Yeah. It was just you two talking about Game of Thrones. Until- and then every once in a while, I would hop in and slam some spicy memes. <laughs> I mean, that is 100% what happened. Uh-huh. I mean, I feel like my memes were spicier oftentimes, but oh, we, we well. are pretty on the level. See, we're, yeah, we're friends. Yeah, I, throw down. I have a friend. Oh, there was a thing that I didn't even send you because it was too too much, too oh, spicy. It's, it's too spicy for poor cinnamon, cinnamon bun me. Just little, yes. little baby Much me. too spicy for the cinnamon bun, even too spicy for the Cody. I don't believe you. I, I will say you are my only friend who actually listens to the round table and the only person that I feel (laughs) completely comfortable talking about some of the jokes on there because everybody else looks at me horrified anytime I even mention anything that's ever happened on that show. So you know what I enjoy is the unique experience of having only met like uh frick I honestly I'm not doing this as a hold it I'm sorry I like he just seems like a guy to me and then when you guys talk about him it's like these things that he does he says some stuff and i'm like man i don't know he has a beard and he seems nice like <laughs> no i will say the first time i hold, hold, heard holden mcneely on your show i got really upset because you also messaged me no i think that's how i convinced you to listen to our show yes yes that was <laughs> yeah, yeah that is but i remember you say it's like oh yeah because diana knows who holden it's like what? Like, <laughs> oh no, that's like that can't be good. <laughs> no, definitely not. So, anyways, how have you guys been? And Cody, I guess you could go first. What have you been up to? Um. Okay. So a couple things, right? Look, no one can see me, Jordan. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, how but I just it only matters when you comment on it. I could just have you guys seen the movie Joker? No, I no. have not. I don't really care. <laughs> I wanted to see it. I wanted to, and then I saw it, and I. It's one of those things where, like, it handles. It has an Oscar nomination. What? That doesn't mean it's good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, why does it have an Oscar nomination? But okay, so it it on its surface is about some very serious issues that I think deserve to be handled with respect and nuance, right? Like mental health and how that relates to disparities in wealth and how those play into each other is an important topic. I am just not certain that Joker did a good job of handling those issues. No. But I also know that there's a very real possibility of me putting my foot in my mouth with this. So I am just like unsure 
how I feel about the movie. That being said, I did think there were some parts that had very good acting. Um, also, Robert De Niro was great in that movie as a like kind of not exactly horrible person. He was good in that movie. Also, a stand-up comedian that I really like is in the movie. Mark Maron? And he has like, yeah, he has like one joke in it. I where... know about the movie. I just haven't seen it. I kind of want to watch it just to watch it, but it's just, eh. What was the, what was the name? Mark Maron. Mark Maron. Oh, really? I Do you like Mark Maron? I am aware of, and I believe I remember enjoying one of his, uh, uh, his specials very much. Yeah, yeah I yeah. love his comedy, but um, there's just like one scene where he's like trying to convince Robert De Niro's character, who's like a TV, like late night host, to be like, don't put this guy on your show. He's like, this is going to be bad. And he's like, no, 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 it's fine. And then there's like the part where Joker starts like, getting creepy on the show and it just like focuses into mark Merritt, who's just like giving a i don't know what to tell you look and it's just like that one scene it just zooms in on mark Merritt, he's just like eh, that's sorry like you screwed up <laughs> it was the hardest that i laughed just because i'm like it's still mark Merritt. <laughs> just from the trailers it just looks like a movie that was trying way too hard to be a good movie I did get that impression, yeah. but then I saw people on Facebook being like, oh my god, it was actually really good. And I was like, oh, I'd like to check it out. But I never did. Like, a lot of people that I, like, that have good reviews of me, like, they like good things, I guess is a dumb way of saying it. Like, they said it was really <laughs> good. And so I was like, that interests me. And like, But I just, I don't know. I can't bring myself to watch it. And then also, it got an Oscar nomination when I think there are plenty of other movies that deserve the Oscar nomination over The Joker. Probably. Also, over The Irishman and all the other things. The Oscar nominations this year are horrible and don't have to talk about it. You know something? I'm trying to think right now of what movies I think deserve Old Oscar white nomination. Get the nomination. Well, that's pretty Sorry. typical. But I, I honestly <laughs> don't know what movies came out in 2019 that were really good. You know what I mean? The Farewell was fantastic. Oh, I have not seen it. It's really good. You should watch it. I will do that. I don't watch movies anymore. I watched some, but man, I don't know. I was going to say that's because you have to take care of a child, but Cody also has a child, so it doesn't really explain that away. Well, Well, I mean, I don't see a lot of Cody does all sorts of things. I don't understand how Cody does any of the things he does. I think it's just because he doesn't sleep that he has extra time to do these things because he doesn't sleep. No, I definitely sleep because otherwise I don't spend any time with Mandy. Uh-huh. <laughs> the only time you sleep with Mandy is when you're sleeping. Yes. Well, it's when yeah. we're in bed together. That's that really makes sad. sense. <laughs> that's, that's, well, lately it's been Stardew Valley, like which is really adorable. I'm glad that you've both been playing. What it. we do together. That is super what cute. You do Who are you marrying? I'm Valley. not marrying. I'm marrying Mandy, and I'm not gonna just dump her for being messy, Diana. Lame. Okay, Kelly. So are you done with what you've been doing? Oh, do you want to talk now? Is this like, now you want to talk? <laughs> no, I was going to say what Diana wanted to talk, because I thought she was going to talk about Stardew or anything else. I Diana, mean, what have you been doing with your life? We're uh, all so interested, and I was done talking, I'm in, I guess. Are, are you actually done talking, you dick? <laughs> I suppose so. <laughs> I vote that he's done talking. Um, I finally caught up on the Revolutions podcast, which is definitely leading into a depressive episode because anytime i talk about or think about politics i get depressed. Oh, yep. 
Um, but it's a really good podcast and everyone should listen to it. It's really informative and educational and cool and well done. Um, so Revolutions with Mike Duncan. What else? Oh, the Common Descent podcast released their pterosaurs episode, which I want to take as an opportunity to let everybody no. know that pterosaurs aren't dinosaurs. Dude, that actually, like, you said that I literally out loud said, wait, what? <laughs> Not dinosaurs like what was that saturday when we had that conversation you just ruined my days. whole entire day yes and hopefully i ruined your world and made you rewrite it i had I to just throw you. in a just different dinosaur it doesn't really make sense for what i wanted to do but it's not a pterosaur <laughs> because i did this for you you ruined everything Yay! That's my job. That's my role. Uh, Seriously, it was the coolest episode ever. And I looked up these pictures of these freaky-ass pterosaurs, including one with, like, a huge antenna on its head. And I don't understand. I don't get it. But they're very cool. Um, Oh, God. But other than that, really very little that anyone would have any interest in. I've been taking my kids swimming. No, please. Tell us. Tell Tell me about the pooping. How has the pooping been going with Talia? It's been better. It's been better. There was a real big poop the other day, and it wasn't even painful. So Let me tell you, we're just on the emotional roller coaster end of Graham not pooping for three days and oh, then no. pooping. <laughs> oh, God. Even on her bad days, it's Welcome a daily to Parent thing. Shop, the podcast where we talk about our children. Yeah. Yep. Well, oh, my mom just sent us some, um, some plastic fruit that is, is like two halves of fruit Velcroed together and a little knife that she can use to chop the fruit in half. <laughs> Except that school has already led her to believe that she is a fully competent knife user oh, and that no. I should allow her to handle the chef's knife whenever she wants because she can cut a banana with a butter knife. So this is only going to get worse. You, ta- <laughs> this you toy taught your daughter like how to knife. use a knife. Well, look, that's all I'm gonna I, say. I am you taught your school. daughter how to use a knife. A firm school believer taught her how to use a knife. Of children should be given knives at like probably what would be considered like inappropriately young ages, in my opinion, because mm-hmm. it's important to learn those fine motor skills and get the little nicks and cuts that come from a small pocket knife. So uh-huh. that way, when you use a circular saw, you know how to not cut your hands off. Uh-huh. You know, it's Without it's using bad any to of the safety equipment. Yeah, it's bad for when you're 20 to go from zero to 100 and be like, I guess I'll use a circular saw. Like, have you ever seen something sharp before? No. (laughs) All right. Well, (laughs) enjoy those digits while you can. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. She very much wants to be involved at all times in anything happening on the counters. your daughter how to use a knife. Graham's, Again, I Graham's did not. getting to Her counter did. now. He can like, oh, almost yeah. get there. Oh, yeah. If we have any knife anywhere, it's like it's a magnet for her little hands. Yeah. Just like poking up. And I was like, oh, look. Ah, no. <laughs> Finally, actually baby-proofed the knife drawer. So that's good. Well, th- yeah, I feel like that's the first thing you should have baby-proofed. <laughs> well, but knife drawers <laughs> high up, Jordan. You know, y- you can get away with not doing your drawers for a long time. And and, about uh, a year and a half. Yeah, and now I'm getting to the point where I'm like, yeah, frick, I gotta do these drawers soon. <laughs> like, And I installed more cabinets in my kitchen, so I have freaking tons of drawers, which is a flex. I'm flexing right now about my kitchen. Oh, man, drawers. I have tons of drawers. It's like, that's the weirdest brag I've heard. Yeah, but if you've been in a kitchen with not enough drawers, it's the worst. Yeah, it's terrible. Anyways, can we like move on to anything I- else? I thought of something else interesting. Yes, Diana. So Are you sure? I Are you sure, Diana? 
somewhat. I work in making diagnostic tests for infectious diseases, and our CEO just decided to announce to one of the epidemiological groups that we are we have a prototype coronavirus test that we don't have. Wow. That I have never touched or seen any reagents or didn't know anyone was thinking or even remotely related to should doing we, anything. Should we delete this off the podcast? <laughs> I don't think so, no. I think it's fine. Okay. Oh, but I got really I don't know. What I heard was that you started the coronavirus. No, no. Although there was a time. <laughs> no, don't tell us how you started the coronavirus. <laughs> we, we can't have that like ruining our show. Oh, my God. <laughs> No, yeah. I'm just really mad because my, my company tends to promise things that don't exist and then tell me, what? oh, hey, you should make this exist now. Like, I mean, what? my company does the same thing, but then we actually have to make it exist over thousands of engineering hours for one project. Yeah, this happens. We have four Oh, yeah, we sold a, a machine that we actually have never made before. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> you have to make it now. What? <laughs> I've been there. Just I mean, that's kind of like part people. of my life is... Hey, do you know how to do this? Like, I sure can read the manuals, so yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can as figure much it as out. anyone else. That's my experience with instruments, is some guy installs a flow meter and then leaves, and they're like, well, that flow meter's ready for you. You go and look at it, and it's like powered off, not calibrated, not set up. And I'm like, well, I got a freaking printed off thing. I guess I'm an expert now. Hang on. Like, <laughs> it usually works out. It does usually. <laughs> so what I've been doing? Yeah. No one cares at this point. I know. I right. Like they stop. <laughs> li- I, I, I know they just stop listening at this point. But actually, first <laughs> I do like I wanted to do this up top, but I want to give a shout out to um one of my Twitch friends and a listener who like has told me that they listened to every single episode and also have listened to some even twice, and that means. So much to me that you would listen to our annoying voices for over 70 episodes. That's adorable. And, but yeah, so I shout outs to, to Pixel to Friend. You're the greatest. I on. won't give your other information because I don't want you to get doxxed. But thank you for listening to us. Wait, what was what was their Twitch name again? Pixel Friend. Pixel Friend, you're my best friend. God, that was oh, disgusting. God. That that actually made me cringe. Also, and Diana, I'm, I know you don't listen to any of my podcasts until we have famous people on them. <laughs> right. No, that's not true. I listened to Wandering Gamer yeah, you holiday listened to the special episode, like, yeah. earlier. You listen to it after now I am famous. I've been on a podcast with Holden McNeely's. So no, obviously Holden McNeely has been on a podcast with us. We have never <laughs> been on his podcast. Shut up, I Jordan. listened These to it semantics. because it was only three episodes long, and there's that's, only so long I can listen to D and D playing. Right? That's fair. Okay, listen but to anyways, how other much thing I've been doing. Daddies. Can, can you both? No, stop? but hey, that's not D and D. This is playing. my time to shine. Everybody, shut I'm up. I'm sorry, Jordan. Go ahead. I give you guys the floor first because I care. You clearly don't care about me. <laughs> I'm I off the I made show. That I'm quitting the show. I said. Diana, you're the Jordan. new host. Here's the responsibilities you have. Jordan. Yes. Have you listened to Dungeons and Daddies yet? No, I have not. God damn it, Jordan. Ugh, I know. I well, because I can't Nothing really that you have to bring say myself to listen anymore. to too many um, Dungeons and Dragons podcasts, and the one that I currently listen to is like steeply going downhill. But I'm not going to say I which one because I don't want to get in trouble. I don't like the new arc. Okay. Well, anyways, but what I've been doing, I just beat Hollow Knight not too long ago. I watched The Farewell. It was amazing because we're running out of time. So I have to go fast because you guys talk too long. Um, I told you I didn't have anything interesting. What else? 
Oh, BoJack Horseman comes back this Friday. Yes, I am going to up. hopefully watch it next week, but I'm so busy. I'm so caught up. Oh, if I ever Horseman find half so a minute good. to watch TV, I'm going to watch that. It's really I really want to because of your recommendations. It's re- it sounds really good. Cody, it's shockingly good. Yes, yes, like done. Yeah, with so um, this next season is going to be very interesting as long as I say about that. I, like... Princess, is it Princess Caroline? Is that what her Princess name is? Caroline, Caroline, Caroline. Princess Caroline, and I mean, even um, oh gosh, what is the guy that wears the beanie hat all the time? Todd. Todd. Did you is actually like, watch the show? No, I did, but like those two are quickly becoming my like favorite characters, and their relationship is really interesting. And like Todd <laughs> and his dad are a fascinating relationship. Like they are. Managing to make a lot and of man, very we only have characters. eight episodes left to explore all of that. I know, I know. It's it's a shame, um, but no, but it's it's a very good show. It's one of my favorite. Like I've said multiple times, it's the only Netflix show that I followed up with every single season. And yeah, yeah. Netflix has way too many shows right now, and I can't. And that like, one got buried for me. I just like between like F is for Family and all these other ones that were just kind of like meh to me. But I think it was the first of the cartoon like cartoons. It might have been. I, I it just didn't. I didn't. I didn't give it enough chance the first time I tried to watch it, and it just didn't land. And then the second time, I was like, oh, actually good. Did not realize. Yeah. Anyways, Cody, what's this week's up. Ep- Wait, no, sorry. What was last week's episode? Uh, well, last week was we played Dungeons and Dragons. No spoilers, Cody. What was actual last week's episode? The the World Shop episode. That's a different thing. What was World Shop's last episode? Come on, Cody. You got this, man. <laughs> he thought that was World Shop. It, oh I mean, no! It was, it was the it was World the Shop. it was the one based on a song because I got yes. so much flack. For I was about to say, like Diana knows to. this. <laughs> Hey, you know what? I felt like we both did a good job on that episode. Like, given I what we set out to I just still love how you think I know stuff I don't know. Like, <laughs> Stratego and the Decemberist. Okay, like, Strate- Okay, the Decemberist, I can give you they're technically an indie band on paper. But, like, Stratego. Really, please explain to me why I should have played Stratego. Because it was sold at every store! It was and nobody no- played it. Yeah, oh, ever. It never looked. It was Stratego like as a kid. Words. Did it look fun? I really only know it by title. And no, nothing no, else you about don't it. play board games for fun. You yes, play you board games. Then what's because, the point of playing board games? Because when your parents child. say you're not allowed to hit your brother, so instead you beat them at. Board I never games. hit my That's, brother. He hit me. Right, and then what you do Poor- is you play board games to crush him. Or he plays board games to crush you. Yeah, he forced me to play Monopoly a lot, and I hate that game. And he would always destroy I me. Love Monopoly I so much. I hate Monopoly so much. <laughs> I spent many summers babysitting this kid, who the last summer I babysat her was ten years old, and she owned me in Monopoly. Yeah, that was the whole summer. Was Every you guys playing Monopoly day for like three years of summers? Jeez, why would you do that? What to a yourself? sad life she was living. <laughs> I mean, you so were I played Monopoly with slain. my babysitter. You <laughs> crushing you was the pinnacle of her life. That yes. says something. That was I mean, what she had. I don't think to she look- was even trying that hard. It makes it worse. 
I know. So when was the last time you were happy? Oh, when I beat my babysitter Diana in a game of Monopoly. Oh, Every probably, day. Oh, the first summer that I didn't have to be babysat by Diana, we kind of hated each other a little bit. Oh, did you That's guys That's why she crushed you at Monopoly. How much younger was she? Uh, I'm always fascinated I by the- I was like 16, she was like 9 or 10. Okay, 15, I guess that, that's, wide, that's wide enough for it to be reasonable. Yeah, yeah. I just it made some sense. Definitely had some of those babysitting experiences where it was like a cousin that was two years older than me, and I'm like, what's happening? It was my brother <laughs> that was three years older than me. Well, that's a BS. It definitely went well every single time, and we never had issues. What what my brother definitely needed was someone giving him more authority. He is the real-life Dwight Schrute. (laughs) 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 That's not true, Rob. If you listen to this episode, I know you won't, but if you listen to this episode... Yeah, I'm not going to say anything about my brother. Well, A, he's never going to listen, because I haven't told him I do this show. And B, (laughs) if he does listen, I don't want him to hear me... uh, I'm bad talking him on the show. Okay, so. well, I've said worse things to my brother to his face, like today. So it's okay. <laughs> I should hope so. My brother but was my twice my size. He never said bad things to him. Do you want to know my favorite insult my brother has said to me in recent times? Cody, in recent what time? desperately? this week's episode? Hang on. No, he's, <laughs> he said I looked... No, I can't remember what it was. Oh, oh I think you've told so me well. this It was before, something about though. having Smeagol hair. But <laughs> <laughs> no, this is not the one you told me. I thought the one you told me was like, oh, oh no. Gosh, he said something. I think he said I looked like a hobo Cody. with Smeagol hair or something like that. <laughs> but it was better. Anyways, this week is Dino you World. Suck. Diana Hurtful. I'm really glad you got I that know. in like at the last second. What was this week? <laughs> this week's Dino's You suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't need a replay, Jordan. Everyone that heard it just heard it. Well, actually, it what happened, guys? So, so for your information, what notes. happened? Cody said, "Well, this week is Diana slipped in a you suck perfectly." <laughs> this week's Dino World. You suck. Yeah. We could do a Cody sucks world. Ooh, that would no, <laughs> no, we can't. It would get way that, too that sexy. Instantly turns X-rays, and I don't want to know about Cody sucking things. <laughs> I'm about to I would interpret it literally. I am about true. to puke. Anyways, <laughs> guys, can you go ahead and roll for initiative? Oh, shoot. Diana can actually dice. do Look, it this time. I have a dice. Yes, Diana, we all know you're compensating for something with your giant dice. It's gargantuan. <laughs> Tiny penis. <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually. Uh, I got a six. Okay, Cody, what do you get? I got a 15. I got a 17. I don't want to go first. Cody, can I you want you to go first because let me tell you something. It gets weird up in here. <laughs> Mine's just bad. Like, okay, so when you guys said Dinosaur World, the only thing I could think of was Jurassic Park. So what I did was just what happens after Jurassic Park. And I'm ashamed of myself. It's okay. It was my idea, and uh, I did a bad one, too. So I'm glad that it's we okay. can we'll all come together. together on this. We'll come together to suck. It'll be good. Come together. God, we can't just stop saying the word suck. <laughs> we can't do this anymore. <laughs> Cody, are you writing your world right now? <laughs> yes. yes. Clearly. He turned to the side completely. It is looking down like he's typing. He clearly is I'm, writing I'm a on world. the last section. I'm just writing up this section, and it's... The part that I'm writing about right now is weird. Okay, anyways. <laughs> Sometimes, just when you think things are bad enough, they always get worse. I'm talking about the Jurassic Park incident many years ago. 
You see, a bunch of those rich and affluent thought it was a cool idea to resurrect dinosaurs and have a park attraction on an island. This was awesome at first. And then dinosaurs did what dinosaurs like to do and the whole thing turned into a big disaster. But I feel like Diana's going to tell me what dinosaurs like to do, so. <laughs> have sex. God. I am so excited. <laughs> you would think the whole place would be shut down and a team would be sent in to kill the dinosaurs. Well, of course not. 20 years later, they decided to reopen the park with more dinosaurs than last time and even more bells and whistles. Cool. This couldn't end badly. They decided to train these animals as if they were working at SeaWorld. According to some, the military wanted to use these dinosaurs as weapons of war. So thus, there was a project to create a super scary hybrid dinosaur. And yes, I am just recapping Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. So <laughs> I was going to say, okay, let's just say as long as you're aware. Because, because of this super hybrid T-Rex beast thing, a whole lot of people died and dinosaurs escaped from the park again. The park, Jurassic World, was shut down. Soon, there were warnings that a volcano on the island was going to erupt and kill all the dinosaurs. So a special team was sent in to extract the dinos. Well, some of these dinosaurs were auctioned off to the highest bidders, and others were set free for reasons. Because what we definitely needed was more dinosaurs on the loose. But even worse, the projects of creating genetically engineered super dinosaurs continued underground. The rich are always planning something evil behind the scenes, it seems. What do you think happened when all the dinosaurs were left to their own devices in the wild? Well, <laughs> space. Well, they f <laughs> Well, of Evolution! course they made it, and now we have a bit of a dinosaur problem. So that brings us to today. I'm going to okay, leave that there. Okay. So that brings God. us to today. The government had a choice to make. What will be done about the dinosaurs that are now running free across the globe? Of course, the world leaders did absolutely nothing. Dinosaurs would be treated like normal animals. You would have dinos created for zoos and leave the rest to be wild. Which is super cool, because now when you want to go camping, you have to live with the fear of a raptor attack. Or Stegosaurus is stopping traffic in the Midwest. What do you do when a triceratops wanders into your neighborhood? How about some giant herbivores ruining your garden, or your crops, or your entire livelihood? Sometimes, a dinosaur wanders into a farm and destroys absolutely everything. Normal wildlife is at risk because the carnivorous dinosaurs are the most dangerous predators. Ecosystems have drastically changed because of this. I feel like all of my uh, science uh, is wrong, <coughs> and I can tell by I keep looking at Diana's face just to see how she reacts to no, me no, saying no, some no, of this no, bullshit. No, 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 no. Did you just say Jurassically wrong? <laughs> no, I did not, but I wish I had. That's what I heard. That's what I wish I and had. My little heart couldn't take it. <laughs> no, I, I said drastically, not Jurassically. I wish I I wish I was as clever. <laughs> But one good thing Proceed. is that going to the zoo is a lot cooler. You can see all the dinosaurs living unlike those bones in the museums. This has been a dream come true for most people. The zoo's presented like a live show. Think of SeaWorld with Shamu and dolphins, but far scalier and more trainers getting trampled. Unfortunately, like the Jurassic World incident, these dinosaurs sometimes escape. Nothing is more terrifying than a T-Rex roaming around New York like Godzilla. But there are forces to stop this from being an everyday thing. Caging technology and non-lethal dino weapons have been created. The populations just have to adapt as the different governments try to normalize the dinosaur problem. 
But of course, there's more to the issue than what meets the eye. What are the militaries and the billionaires doing? There are rumors about weaponized dinosaurs fighting in Iraq or even dinosaur poaching in Africa. Hunting the most dangerous animals has to make the rich happy, but who knows? I'm going to say this wrong. I am dealing with the Compsonathus, not this, infestation in my neighborhood. Eight missing pets in a weekend shouldn't be a thing. And that's the end of my first part. <laughs> I should have just committed it for the first pronunciation. I, I couldn't actually understand the pronunciation. Compsonathus. Compsonathus? I, th- I think they say Nathus. Compsonathus. And I actually don't know that one off the top of my head. There's a issue. Because they're tiny little monsters that just eat everything. Oh, they're the little tiny theropods? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're t- they are, honestly, they're, they're one of my, scary. S- like, the ones I'm most afraid of because they're just so quick. Yeah. But I love yeah. them. Anyways, Cody, I think you're next. Are All you right. finished writing yours? Yeah, yes, I did just finish, actually. <laughs> I'm glad you listened to what I had to say. Look, Thanks, I had a very heartfelt ending, okay? It's special. Anyways. I am bracing myself to have to scream over all of your horrible inaccuracies okay. because I know you included tr- terrorists. Diana, and probably mine sucks, tigers. but I tried for you. Diana, Which I, I want you to appreciate. understand something. And this is this really, it would really mean a lot to me if you give me. <laughs> No, look, because there are sci- there are things that will seem scientifically inaccurate at first, but it's very important that you wait until section three, where I very specifically have a section dedicated to you, where I explain the science of this. I do so, love how we tried to like work for Diana, the only person who really listens to this. I was with critical like <laughs> about you while I wrote this and the science that is in it. So just. Give it the benefit of the doubt until after session. It's just Groundhog's Day, Cody. It's not creative. <laughs> Especially because I can accept Jordan's uh, world no, as you're not the extension gonna... of the Jurassic Park universe. So I could have had everything that's wrong with the extension of the Jurassic this is, Park This universe. is going to be so bad, guys. <laughs> uh, our worst uh, episode, Come to Life. Yes. No, no, no. I love what I wrote. It's just you're not going to like it. <laughs> All right. You told me already that I'm not going to like it, so I'm so excited. Uh, all right. So this is a tourist guide to new New Zealand. <clears throat> Tourism has opened up t- to New Zealand. Finally, years after the outbreak of the Archeo, years after the outbreak of the Archeo outbreak. Sorry, that was a little bit redundant. Flights are still not allowed as quote. They now create a more unacceptable health risk to the more avian citizens. So here I am on a boat watching the Island of New Zealand rising up on the horizon. I've always dreamt about coming to New Zealand. No, 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 It's fine. I'm not burying my heart here in a creative work. It's cool. Just make fun of it. Go. I know yours is derivative, but mine's original. Yep. Except for all the parts where it's not. derivative. Groundhog's Day. I have always dreamed about coming to New Zealand. And after the outbreak, I was disappointed when the island created a self-quarantine. But now here I am, the first tourist allowed back after nearly a decade. Scientific journalism is the best, only sometimes. I never felt fear like this before. I've seen T-Rex bones before. Sure I have. I've seen them in movies and in video games. Yeah, but until you see something that big in person and feel how their breath moves the air and how the heat coming off of them is palpable and how you can actually hear their heartbeat... Not to mention just the basic animal fear of seeing a predator sprinting towards you. 
I couldn't even run. I just stood on the dock with my mouth agape and waited to die as something beautiful and terrible loped towards me. Hi, my name's Jeff, the T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, this I is the me. best thing <laughs> in the existence of things. That might be the best accent you've ever done. Yes, the, the- I've been working on it. Shut up. Let me finish this or I'm never going to get through it. I'm the new New Zealand chair of tourism and you are? I just stared until some kind of ingrained courtesy took over and I held out my hand. Um, Becky... Rebecca, mm? I am Dr. Brent. I am, uh, oh, Dr. Brent, yes, we're very excited for you to visit. Sorry, can't shake hands, mine are tiny and sharp. I swear at this point he actually waggled his small front claws at me. Mostly they're just good for grabbing cows and for eating. Okay, this is just the guy from Thor Ragnarok. This is just Krog. Shut up, Jordan. (laughs) This is just him. That is exactly what this character is. You can it's shake me. My... We tried to have a revolution, but I forgot to head out the pamphlets. That's exactly what this is. You can shake my fang, though. He bared his giant teeth and let, and I let out an inadvertent squawk. Just a little T-Rex joke. Anyway, I'm here to show you around the island. Um, yeah, right. You, Mr. Rex, you're in charge of tourism? Yep. Also, you can either call me Jeff or Mr. the T-Rex. Ha ha, just another little <laughs> dino joke. Anyway, yep, after the Archeo Repto outbreak, <clears throat> a lot had had to change. He began to lead me down the dock toward a bustling urban center. Planning was the biggest problem, of course. Housing, commerce, industry, all had to be built. as All had to be rebuilt as they were totally unusable by the new inhabitants of New New Zealand. So... The landscape of our cities needed to change. The biggest issue was waste management. Honestly, this is a little gross, I know, but no toilets were built for dino waste. As we spoke, the little shopping area opened up and what I saw was amazing. The buildings were a combination of new construction and clever adaptation. One floor now had to be at a minimum 30 feet tall, so any building that was not that tall had to be replaced. The new buildings were clearly to, designed to allow shelter and commerce between lizards that sized, <clears throat> that ranged from the size of a mouse to lizards that were the size of a house. Complicated ramps allowed smaller dinos to interact with others. Jeff, this is amazing. You made a whole new dino world. Now, not just new New Zealand is meant to be a paradise for all to come enjoy. For all to come and enjoy. But yeah. Also, f- for us dinos, we gotta remake the world, so we did our best. Anyways, that's the end of section one. So where's the rock um, rock versus paper joke? Where, 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 where is this? <laughs> where You totally stole that whole character from Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly did. the same kind of humor, the same kind of voice <laughs> That same from delivery Thor. and everything, yeah. Yeah, the delivery. The, oh, yep, that's just another dino joke. That's 100% stolen. <laughs> just a little dino but, joke. <laughs> Yeah, like, I would have found that funny if I'd never seen Thor Ragnarok. The, no, the, that, that character was the best character in all of them. It yeah. was. It was. It was. <laughs> also, Diana, do you realize that's the guy that directed and was also in uh, What We Do in the Shadows? Yeah, Taika Waititi. No! That's the, that's the, the, like, kind of, like, fashionable vampire, you know? Oh, my 
god, is yeah, it? Taika Waititi, he also he's amazing. plays Hitler in Jojo Rabbit. Also, yes, he is possibly the most handsome man I've ever seen in my life. He is very like handsome. if you look at a picture where he's dressed up, mm, he, he knows how to wear. Okay, a suit. Cody. Okay, well, Cody. Hold it back. Yes, you are, Cody. It's RKO. No, it's not. Not R. It, it, okay. See, the thing is, you're not giving me the benefit of the doubt until section three. Okay. All right, I address okay. this, well, and I feel like you're not listening to me when I say I address this. I think Jeff is too innocent. He's going to murder. I can tell already. Look, you don't know I what's going to happen this. in my mind. He's going to murder. Stop it. Um. Okay. Is it my turn then, or is Cody going to explain more about his world? I feel like it spoke for itself. You it have a did. talking T-Rex. like Jeff the T-Rex is the head of tourism in New, New Zealand. They built a city that is meant to be accessible to all shapes of you dinosaurs don't have to explain, and also we got humans. It. We, yes, it's both. I'm just going to delete that because we got it. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Uh, all right. I, uh, I have to get over the guilt of the fact that I didn't do a Dinotopia thing, but I'm very glad that Cody did because... I, someone literally to, my mind didn't. didn't even go to dinotopia it just went to jurassic park Ugh, i'm, I'm not creative enough here it comes okay sorry huge luminescent eyes peered down from the sky as a child's voice gasped in wonder <gasps> big brother that is the coolest can i play yahweh frowned at his little sibling no, go away. Go make your own world. Yeah, you heard me. Okay, you heard so me. you I did say, okay. Deal with yeah. it. I was just wondering. Jeez. <laughs> Tenna pouted. But, but, but their big brother socked them in the arm. Sniffling, they went away to their own workroom. Fine, they would make their own world. And it would be way cooler than Yahweh's. So, gods shit rocks. So, Tenna took some rocks and formed a sphere of rocks and minerals. Then they crushed it, just crushed it down until the inner rock melted and the outer shell I, cracked. I thought that was just um, an idiom or whatever. No, no, no. You, he's it was actual. Shit, he's shit's rocks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shut up, Jordan. Then they leaned in close. Using their thumbs to shape the surface like clay, they pressed and molded gently until there was one square area of the sphere raised up higher than the rest. For fun, they carved their name, T-N-H, into the raised mass. Um, Diana, I don't think the science backs up rocks moving that way. So, I mean, if you're not going to be science- This entire world is one big excuse to avoid being scientifically- Are you kidding? That is literally the only motivation behind this world. And then I have- Every one of my worlds, and you never don't give me crap about it. Well, yeah, Every time it in our, our you universe. listen to an episode, I, I get a message about how inaccurate it was. <laughs> I am explicitly creating a universe in which none of it applies. I've never been. That's why it has God, to be gods. Okay. I've never been more mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I'm glad. Uh, then they hawked a big old loogie and spat. The liquid clung to the sphere and flowed around it, following the impressions they had made and leaving just the raised square of land unsubmerged. Perfect. For a little flavor, they pinched a pretty border onto the corners of the square continent, forming mountain ranges. Then they turned around and farted onto the new planet. The wind of their gas enveloped the planet with warmth and organic elements and became an atmosphere. 
The basic building blocks had been laid, and now they could start to play. That's it for the first section. Very short. I'm so mad at you for all your science comments. This is the grossest creation story <laughs> I've ever heard. Yes! That's what makes it the best. I know Jordan's the time. idea of this type of podcast is that we're like positive and supportive and that like no, makes it- <laughs> You are never positive and supportive. Jordan, Shut up. I am always positive, podcast. but it's like the yes anding of each other is what makes it- No, I'm knowing this world. <laughs> I have had, That's okay. I made uh, animals that had four arms and you lost your mind. <laughs> uh, four arms and two Yes. Legs. Six limbs. Crazy idea, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Okay, before I begin, uh-huh. the dinosaurs pronounced Archaeopteryx, right? Yes. No, it's well Archaeopteryx. I have had Suck to Google the pronunciation like eight times today. <laughs> oh, we we went very different directions with this. I tr- like I said, I tried to make <laughs> you happy, Diana. This was for you. I am so far. This is like this just reminds me of all the times in my childhood trying to please my parents and never <laughs> succeeding. And I'm going to do it, damn you! I'm going to put a smile on someone's face today. I got that big mom energy is what you're telling <laughs> big me. Big mom energy. God. That's a dino right there. We had this conversation. Oh, yes. Moms are dinosaurs. <laughs> they certainly are. Okay, this next section comes from Dino Squad Captain Rush. I hate myself for everything I've done to myself. <laughs> oh, I'm just so sad. I'm just disappointed. Pu- what is Cody doing? Public opinion is wrong. I know they can be dangerous creatures, but why wouldn't we use dinosaurs in warfare? They can track, they can be aggressive, and with proper training and genetic splicing, they can be extremely smart. Why send men in to die when we can use aggressive hell lizards? Aggressive hell lizards? I was trying to be funny. The American military has created specialized a specialized unit that is skilled in training a team of dinosaurs. We now call them Dino Squad. Do they? Do they actually call them dinos? There's, oh. I really hope there's a unit in our American army called Gun Squad or Shoot Squad. Space Force, shut up! This makes me think of that Whoopi Goldberg movie. Yes, um, Tyrannosaurus. Gun Squad? Uh, no, no, something Rex. What? I don't remember what it's called. It's, 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 they talked about it for a long time on the round table. You need to listen to at least yes. that episode, Cody. Cause it's I think I've just decided I'm never doing that. <laughs> Archaeopteryx, or however you pronounce it originally, I'll just cut in me pronouncing it the right way, here, are used for silent recon because I couldn't use pterodactyls. A jet makes a ton of noise, a stealth plane is a ton of money, but an Archaeopteryx is completely silent and can cover a lot of ground. Why Strap couldn't you some use cameras a pter- to them, uh, and boom, they are perfect recon flyers. Shut up, Cody. Why couldn't you use a pterodactyl? Because they're not dinosaurs. Because I said so. See, that's what Why do we care what Diana thinks? Because I will scream I, over your stories. I brought you into this world. I could take you out of it. <laughs> exactly. Mom, please don't ever listen I to this episode. I brought you into I'm Dino sorry. World. It was my idea. Sure, training can be difficult, rules. but we have the time and equipment to make that easy. We also have a raptor unit for raiding compounds. They are quick and aggressive. We use Ankylosaurus and Triceratops for demolition missions where we need to cause the most damage. I keep looking for... I need to stop looking at you for approval. Yes, And lastly, (laughs) our most skilled trainers work with the larger carnivores such as T-Rexes and Carnotauruses, etc., etc., because I definitely just didn't finish that sentence. (laughs) 
The large carnivores are mainly to strike fear into the enemies. Wouldn't you lay down your weapon if you saw a large horned predator break through your front lines? It has worked again and again. These animals are weapons. We have them in zoos and we use them as attractions, but these are weapons of war. America isn't the only country to capitalize on dinosaurs for military purposes. Other countries have them for other military or law enforcement uses. Screw you, Cody. But America is the one with the largest dino squad. <gasps> Unfortunately, dinosaur eggs on the black market is becoming a popular, sorry, is becoming popular as of recent. We have seen a privately God, you, Cody, I hate you. This is all your fault. What did We're I do? A few <laughs> privately trained dinosaurs in the battlefield. You probably know there are genetically engineered dinosaurs sold to the highest bidder. This can either be a rogue military or just some guy who wants his own high-tech killing machine. Sometimes these people are gobbled up by their own hubris, but other times these become dangerous opponents. And that is my second section. What I really want is a zoo for tanks. <laughs> that's basically... That's, that's called a museum, what Diana. Is. What you're talking about is a museum. <laughs> no, but they don't move in the museum. Don't make I just, fun of my I don't idea. know what I to tried. say to you. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't make fun of my idea. I tried. Uh, all right, just move on. We don't even have to talk about it. Just move on. It's self-explanatory. Y'all ready for my section two? Da, 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 this is all about like animals. Point. And why are you making a jerk off motion, Diana? I thought it was like the like finger snapping motion. No, no, oh, it was jerk oh. off. <laughs> no. It was yeah, very, because very I felt loose, like Cody silently. Yeah, she gives off. terrible hand jobs. <laughs> How would you know? I don't want to know. Move on. <laughs> I asked Eric about it. <laughs> Move on. This is the. Oh, yeah, I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> Cody, what's your thing? I never dreamed I would see herds of dinosaurs running. Jeff and I made our way out of the city. That could only be described that could only be described as a new wonder of the world. So much planning and cooperation between such a wide variety of sentient creatures. Human by comparison are relatively uniform. Everywhere I looked, dinos were flying, running, crawling, and some were even driving. I swear I saw a raptor on a scooter. <laughs> Not something you see every day. But most of the new New Zealanders ran or flew to get where they were going. Roads had to change to accommodate the new herd traffic. Um, Dr. Brent, not to be too forward, but it might be easier and really safer if I carry you. Oh, no, 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 I couldn't be, I couldn't trouble you. Oh, no, no trouble at all. You don't weigh anything to me. Here, scurry on up. <clears throat> he crouched his massive frame and I clambered up. Once I was secure, he took off running through traffic, all the while talking to me. See over there, that's the new Dino Cricket Coliseum. We're hoping to televise this year, and over there's the first Dino Accessible Skyscraper. Jeff went on and on, but in truth, I could all I could do is marvel at the feeling of being 30 feet in the air and the gliding and gliding smoothly at what felt like 40 miles an hour. In a giddy dream, we slid out of the city into the wilderness. And this is the hunting preserve. The what? Well, many of us have developed the desire to hunt animals. So the dinos that were not humans originally before are placed in these hunting preserves and are tended to provide food for the citizens uh, that desire to hunt. Think of this as a DIY farm. It might be seen as gruesome, but all the animals here are free range and treated very well. So, you know, it's right not... Right before they're torn to shreds. <laughs> you know, it's not all that bad. Anyway, I'll be right back. You can observe from here. 
Well, this part was hard to watch. It was like Blood something you would everywhere. See on the I Discovery. saw the corpse tore to shreds as its body was torn limb from limb. Hey, all right, I'm I'm doing this part. I was horrified, but also kind of intrigued. He came back with the things dripping. Do with you want to write my world, like, oh, or hey, do you want do you me want to, to write come, my you world? You want a little nibble yourself? I just ate a raw dinosaur, eh? Diana, the guts are left. You're a vegetarian. Sorry, what? Are you a vegetarian? No, I'm just making... Then don't Yeah, but you don't see me go outside and rip the rabbit to shreds and eat it on the spot. Maybe it would be a more ethical... I'm going to go kill a rabbit tonight. (laughs) Anyways, can I go back to my story or are we going to have to like do this whole thing where I don't get to do my part? Also, you said 30 feet. I looked it up. Average height for T-Rexes is 12 to 20. (laughs) I I was writing this. I was I was sitting in a cafe. I kid you not, writing this. I, I was sitting in a cafe. I really was typing drinking, away, sipping on my cappuccino. Yeah, typing up a dinosaur story. I was on my lunch break, just typing my dino world up, you know. And I wrote thirty feet tall, and I went, you know, I could Google how tall a T Rex is, and then I went, no, I hope it's wrong. <laughs> I did not look up the land speed of a T Rex. Oh lord! Is... I was gonna say I thought forty miles per hour is probably accurate. I don't either, and I don't want to because in my head it's ca- true. Can we actually calculate that? Nah, like, probably. Something... We can estimate and kind of like do biomechanical okay, I'm on studies. It. But anyways, anyways, well, this part miles per hour. was hard to watch. Um, it was like something you would see on the Discovery Channel. The preserve was a beautiful, lush forest with surrounding fields, <clears throat> and clearly marked on certain dinos was. Non-human dino, and they were grazing everywhere. Then I would hear a roar, and an an- I would hear an animalistic scream, and a massive predator would charge its way out of the out of the forest into the clearing, plowing over a more bovine-looking herbivore, and sometimes having to fight claw, tooth, and nail to kill it and eat it. It was grotesque. But as I watched, I began to admire the skill and grace of these massive dinosaurs, stalking and killing their prey with nothing but physical prowess to guarantee a meal. Many failed. And even a few times, the human dinos would be injured and would have to limp off. It was primal. But I've been in commercial farms before, and being honest, in some ways it had much more dignity. Jeff was incredible, fast and agile despite his size. The night after, I was dropped off in my very luxurious and quite massive hotel, and I found myself wondering what it would be like to be a dinosaur like Jeff. Oh, no. What? Oh, no, that's that's terrible foreshadowing, Cody. <laughs> what? That is foreshadowing if I ever heard any. <laughs> I don't understand. I love it. You may hate my world, but I love it. I was that is, that is expecting a lot more pushback, especially at the part where I pointed out that all of the animals were also turned into dinosaurs and are now eaten by other dinosaurs. Is that what Oh, yeah. I, see, I, I, I didn't catch that. I didn't actually. make that clear. So certain dinosaurs were marked non-human dino. So all the oh. non-sentient dinosaurs are hunted and killed yeah. for sport by the sentient dinosaurs. Okay, but, like, I don't want to spoil, but, like, straight up, your character is going to turn into a dinosaur. Fuck yeah. Wouldn't you? Do you guys not know what's going to happen in my world? I do know what's going to happen to you. Your character's going to turn into a dinosaur. Nope. And then get Nope, eat. you are very wrong. You do not know okay. what's coming. Nom, nom, nom. Well, I'm excited. I'm very interested. Anyways. Okay. This is the long section, so. I thought this was dinosaur world, not bear world. Okay, go. That was a bad joke. Shut up. Yahweh was a huge nerd. 
He had a whole system strung out through time where he started from one creature and slowly changed the environment around its descendants until they shifted bit by bit into varied forms. Tene was younger and less patient. They had seen something they liked on Yahweh's world, and then they ran with it. <clears throat> to start, they snagged a chunk of earwax from their ear and rolled it God. into a cylinder. <laughs> You're welcome, Jordan. I hate your world. <laughs> they stretched one end of the cylinder long and skinny. Then the other end they formed an elongate then on the other end they formed an elongated skull with forward facing eyes and a long mouth fat stacked full of teeth. They teased out four limbs, the front shorter than the back, and stabilized the figure on its back legs with its tail as a counterbalance. Just for fun, they raked fuzzy spines from the skin to give their fearsome killer a fluffy, fat appearance. Then they gave it claws and added a few more teeth for good measure, then got to work on the musculature. They made sure it was fast and springy and flexible. They gave it a four-chambered heart and a complex gut, and finally squeezed lung tissue into every available crevice. Sacks and pockets between organs, bronchi strung through the skeleton, and made sure that the air could only flow one way. These were going to be the fastest, most efficient, most powerful creatures ever. Way better than Yahweh's. With a blink, they copy-pasted what they had made. A fast, efficient hunter was awesome, but of very little use without prey. So they took the copy and expanded its total size by three then by four, then by five, and thickened the limbs and nudged the whole body down to rest on all four feet. The tail was still held up off the ground, but they pulled and stretched the skull further, further, and further until it was mostly neck, with a tiny little skull resting on top. Since this creature would eat plants, they expanded the belly, then realized, oh crap, they had forgotten to make plants. <laughs> Ugh, boring. So they snuck into Yahweh's workroom when he was away visiting his girlfriend and snagged some seeds. They cast them down onto their square continent and pushed them into sprouting. It was a bit of a mess. Most of them died almost immediately. A few caught on, and with a substantial infusion of energy, they grew and then died and left no progeny. Tennis stamped their foot and glared, but to no avail. In the end, they invented five different plants, including trees, and then one for each ecological niche of the ground, understore canopy, and emergent layer, shaped from their earwax and several locks of hair and fingernail clippings. When they were done, the entire square continent was a monocultured forest, and they could get back to the fun part. They had the awesome predator and one super big prey creature. Their fights would be legendary. But what if there were some prey creatures big enough and tough enough to beat their perfect predator. Tene got to work on a new lump of earwax, designing more varied body plans. Some would be able to switch between two feet and four. Some would be lumbering and covered in armor. Some would be solid, but still nimble with horns and great frills to protect the neck, while still others would have a bony dome to cap their heads. Some would have bony clubs to swing with their tails. Some would have teeth, some would have beaks, some would have bills. And some would have wicked slicing claws, while others would have long, flexible rakes for hands. Some would be massive, the size of ten elephants, while others would be as small as their cat curled up at their feet. And soon, very soon, they would all move and breathe and fight. 
Finally, because any good fight needs an audience, he took his predators, shrunk them down, and shaped their arms into wings. They could soar above his thunderdome, talk about the action, and give them praise for their wondrous creation. Sheen, proceed. Done. Okay, wait. Did God just reference yes. Thunderdome? So, yep. this God is a Mad Max fan. <laughs> cool. No, it's good hey, to know. God is an awesome God. Come on. <laughs> Okay. Yes. They also referenced elephants and cats. The, I the that cats one did throw me off, and they're like, oh, it's like a cat. I'm like, what's a cat? But then you're like, and then Thunderdome. Yep. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I kind How of expect cats God. Is weirder than Thunderdome. I, I don't, because, like, okay, God, right, in, in the logic of Diana's story, at some point would make cats from earwax. So maybe Ugh. they're. Not necessarily. Well, so. So what, what what's happening is they're existing. They have their own plane of existence that they didn't necessarily right. create. They just get to create right. worlds. I understand that. So in that higher plane of existence, cats and elephants, and in my mind, all mammals exist. And apparently, so does don't. Mad Max, which kind of means that uh, yep. what's his well, name? Well, I mean, does. he is a mammal, isn't he? Yeah, but, <laughs> He's but I a mean, mammal. For yeah. And Mad so of Max. course, Mad Max exists. Were there any lizards in that in Thunderdome? Because if there were, oh, then they're man. not allowed to be in that. That's yeah, true. it's Mel Gibson. That means Mel Gibson's up there oh, yeah, kicking he was around. The lizard in that movie, <laughs> with like a gray streak in his hair, you know, oh, just geez. on no. bungee cords oh, fighting yes. people in BDSM clothes. I, I I do think they made a very good choice of not bringing Mel Gibson back for um, Fury Road. Why is that? Because Fury he's completely Road? bonkers now. <laughs> yeah, that and just I I don't think I like any Mel Gibson movies. To I be like honest. Mad Max. Well, other than that, it doesn't count. I don't count that. It's like one of his most famous movies. I don't. I mean, Thunderdome uh, wasn't the greatest Mel movie. Honestly, more well known for Braveheart. Oh uh, yeah, Braveheart. you know what? Braveheart I forgot was about kind Braveheart, of Braveheart. Honestly, oh, Braveheart, Braveheart wasn't that good though. It was fine. No. Freedom. Anyways. Anyway. <laughs> wow, we are at an hour, and I'm just getting to my third section. I'm cool with it. God, why? I have so much to do next week. Okay, society. Okay, this isn't society history. My sections are just different snippets of what the world will look like after Jurassic Park. Is this about Dino Squad Delta, the secret one? No, this is actually (laughs) comes from Mr. X, host of Dinosaur World. Welcome to Dinosaur World, the world's most popular dinosaur reality TV. Reality TV. Well, I mean, yes, you had to pay millions of dollars to even view these events, but I will say it was all well worth it. When the Jurassic World incident happened, I thought to myself, that would make good TV. You see, people were all watching to see the danger. Dinosaurs attacking people. Dinosaurs attacking each other. It was a scary time, but everyone was fixed in on the news feed of these crazy dinosaurs going wild. Well, what better thing to do than to capitalize on all of this? So I used my billions of dollars to purchase a private island, a team of scientists who would want to experiment, and a completely encrypted broadcasting system. Why go to zoos and watch the dinosaurs do boring stuff like eat plants and stuff? Why not see them do what they have done in every single movie? Tear each other apart. So I offer you wondrous millionaire donor, two wondrous shows, and many more to come. Without you, none of this will be possible. Our most popular show is Dino Wars. Some say it's inhumane, but 
isn't everything we do here inhumane? Then <laughs> we breed plenty of peaceful herbivores and let them loose over the east side of the island. Then we work to create the most dangerous predators, drug the crap out of them to, <laughs> to make them mean as hell, and boom, you got a fun show. The herbivores stand <laughs> no chance against these killing machines. Then the turf war begin between the predators settles in. You can't see this on Animal Planet. Of course, this is always open to you to place your bets on your favorite dinosaurs to see who will make it on top, King of the Dinosaurs. Our next show might honestly be worse, but oh well. There just happens to be people in this world far less fortunate than us. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is, I had so much fun just being as terrible as possible and I can't even keep a straight face. And those people would do absolutely anything to gain riches in order to live like us. Even if that anything meant surviving for months without supplies or food in a world where anything and everything can kill you. On the south side of the island is where I personally host the Danger Games. Think the most dangerous game meets Survivor meets Land of the Lost. Killer challenges, beautiful scenery, amazing animals such as Brachiosaurus and Stegosaurus, and of course, genetically altered T-Rexes, roving raptors, and other things that can bring your life to a terribly painful end. Whoever wins, wins $500 million. I don't think it's worth it, but others do. Again, <laughs> betting is always open. Who will make it to the end of the challenge, if anyone at all? You can't find this sort of entertainment anywhere else in the world. Don't worry, there is way more to come. My next big goal is to get a T-Rex on Mars. <laughs> I had a lot of fun writing that section. The danger, danger. games. I, oh, yes, clearly. Clearly, you know what I went for. I'm disappointed that there was not like a sexy dating aspect to the danger games. I was I was gonna do that, but like ah, it's gonna oh, it I happens mean, on Survivor anyway, so yeah, it'll emerge just organically yeah. as the producers antagonize people into having yeah. sex in the yeah. jungle. Inhumane, come on. <laughs> uh, all right, y'all ready for section three? This is the one <laughs> that this is this is y'all ready for this. Cody, please. Huh? Oh, sorry. Cody, Jesus, are you writing section no. three right now? He just like keeps looking down. It's like, what are you doing? No, man? sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> what actually happened was I was looking for a section that I wrote very specifically for you, and then I lost it, and I was like, wait, where's that section? Is it actually in section <laughs> three? Was this a dream I had? So I was, I was reading my world <laughs> instead of saying it. All right, section three is dedicated to the history of the outbreak. Me and Jeff sat at a multi-level cafe. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. We shared a table. Me sipping a large, but still human-sized latte. Across the massive table, Jeff's head chewed on a massive, grainy-looking cookie, and he drank uh, a huge coffee from a trough. They both did smell really good. So, Jeff, can you tell me what happened, or what happened early on? Like, why are you a dinosaur? Yeah, Dr. Brent. That's what everyone wants to know, you know? But here's the nice version. They were working on a way to bring dinosaurs back in a new way. They were not trying cloning or anything like that. Rather, they were using a virus to break down and change the DNA of already living creatures. It was meant, you know, to turn a chicken into some kind of pseudo-raptor. It was a solid idea, despite what blonde-haired female chemistry majors that live in Colorado and guests on podcasts <laughs> might think. It was sound science. <laughs> <laughs> way better than Jurassic Park's idea. Oh my god, I'm super happy. It was sound science. 
<laughs> Sorry. It's the problem when I start That's laughing. Fantastic. It was sound science, and it worked. After years of work, Dr. Winslow turned a chicken into a raptor. It was amazing. Until it went airborne. Then it spread like wildfire. So, wait, why are you a T-Rex and not a raptor? Or a pterodactyl? Or a stegosaurus? Oh, T-Rex is not your type? What? No, I mean, you're a perfectly lovely T-Rex. I felt myself blush. For a moment... I, I swear to God, if they screw with this, I'm leaving the show forever. Forever. Ever. Cody texted our group chat to ask how sexy the story could get before it wasn't allowed. I can't believe this is where this is going. I can't believe. I can't. This episode, we're throwing this out. I can't. I'd be okay with Shut that. Up. Anyways, I gotta get through. Going. You guys can't keep interrupting me. <laughs> For a moment, I actually thought... I actually... Throbbed. <laughs> Shut up! Because he meant to say throbbing. <laughs> no, I did not mean to say throbbing. <laughs> That's for section four. For a, for a moment... <laughs> I said no throbbing. <laughs> I, I just find and replace oh it with pulsing. I hope that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! I have to finish my world. For a moment, I actually thought he blushed too. Well, as much as a T-Rex could blush. He cleared his giant dino throat. Well, right. There are theories about that. It would seem that some of our DNA was easier to become different types of dinosaurs. So, I'm a T-Rex, <laughs> but my ex-wife is an Albertosaurus. Serancerus. That's how it's pronounced. So, yeah, she's five feet tall and she weighs 30 pounds and she doesn't eat meat. Our relationship was challenging. Jeff looks sad. I hesitated and reached across the table. Sorry. I'm going to kill myself, Cody, and it's all your fault. Shut up, I gotta finish it. I'm sorry. I hesitated and reached across the table, touching his snout. That, that must have been hard. Was that common? Oh, yeah, I mean... Before government, we're all infected and, <clears throat> sorry, we had the total quarantine on the okay. island. Then all hell broke loose. Total social collapse. Was there civil war? Violence? Did people start eating each other? What? No, we're not cannibals. Divorce, unemployment, disability, new housing and commuting habits. We had to rebuild a whole society for, to facilitate dinosaurs. Oh, so, sorry, I didn't mean to imply. No, no. There's a stigma we have to get past. Us dinos are just like we used to be in our minds, just new bodies. I regret how much we let our new bodies interrupt our personal lives, though. But we were scared. Anyway, we're learning to get past it, and us dinos are ready to settle back down again. I'm so done with the show. Oh, do you think that new New Zealanders would ever marry someone not from the island? Jeff looked deeply into my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, I'm done! I'm going to bed! <laughs> No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> what is your actual problem? Shut up. I got one sentence left. I Jeff looked deeply into my eyes. <laughs> Why is this show a joke to you? Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Oh, Jeff looked deeply into my eyes. I sure hope so, Becky. 
Okay, section three is over. Society passed. What this is right now, right now, is a prequel to a book that I hope everyone is aware of. What is that book? <laughs> it's by Chuck Tingle. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, yeah. I think I actually know what you're talking about. If it's Chuck Tingle, then yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, first of all, Diana, congrats on becoming the new host. I want you guys to imagine my joy. As I'm sitting alone in a restaurant, listening to Daft Punk or something, and I did when I started, my conceit was tourism T-Rex. That was all. That was what I started with. Was that was what you started? And you ended up and with T-Rex. As as I'm writing the world, T-sex, I realize well. This journalist and this T-Rex are obviously going to fall in love. I put the show on my resume. People are going to listen to it to see what kind of person I am. And I'm never going to get a job because of you. I'm going to be stuck in my terrible life forever. And it's all your fault. Taking it off my resume. Gosh. And so I'm sitting here like, all right, so... Section two, she has to start realizing that she's attracted to him. Section three, Section three they get together. Section four, boom. they have to have the a vulnerable moment where they talk that. about their feelings. <laughs> you know? We are at an hour and 16, and we're just getting to Diana's part. We need to finish this show because I just want to go to bed and never, and never think about doing this show with you ever again. Oh, my gosh. And you know what? I'm going to show up next week and expect things to be different. And it's just going to be the same thing over again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have to admit, his, his world it's, is the best world. I mean, it, it's, it's definitely better than mine, but I hate where it's going. My <laughs> biggest concern was, what if I read this and you guys were totally silent? Like, I was sitting here typing this and I'm like, what if I write a dido erotic story and diana and jordan are both silent just like god just take it very seriously if i could turn back time oh my gosh i'm so <laughs> i'm seriously people are gonna think i'm a freaking creepo listen to why this I don't stupid podcast on my i condone resume. this i condone this <sighs> all right diana hit us with your best shot fire away <laughs> it's not a very good shot all right why are you the most yeah, creative person, Cody? Why are you the most creative person? <laughs> what is this? I you hate how shot. creative you are. <laughs> Wait, my camera's up here. <laughs> I can't even, I'm not looking at you ever again. Our world is dying. Nothing makes sense. The earth is a Are you talking land. about the real world Scat- right now, or are you reading your world? <laughs> like, I thought you were supposed to make something new and unique. I know, right? Scattered with skeletal remains of trees and beasts. The ground itself is cracking apart. My name is Crack. I am the priest of the great god. We live for bloodshed, but our whole planet is dying and we will die with it. When my ancestors were young, God would speak to them. They taught the holiness of the suspense before the moment of violent contact. In that moment, anything is possible. You may either kill or be killed. The clarity of death is the height of transcendence. God would guide my ancestors to soar above the conflicts between the dumb animals upon the earth. 
We were taught to revel in the final inevitable success of the superior animal and to relish the shock of the weak overthrowing the strong in a moment of pure luck or desperation. When the predators had eaten their fill, there were no conflicts to be had, or sorry, or there were no conflicts to be had. God would guide my ancestors to a safe place high in the mountains to watch as they raised a volcano or a great storm to wreak almighty havoc upon the lesser creatures. Each creature had their strengths and their weaknesses. And when it was all over, my ancestors fed on the remains. But it has been a long time since anyone has heard the voice of God. When last they spoke, they commanded our people to keep records of the violence that we witnessed. Each priest in their time plucked one of their own black feathers and sharpened it into a quill. We dipped it in the blood of the slain to write the great sagas. We cannot carry the holy writings with us, so we hide them in temples on the mountaintops. We sing them to flocks all over the world in case the records should be lost. Death after death after death. But now, now creatures are lucky to die by violence. Starvation rules the earth. Plants have been stripped from every inch of ground, and none come to replace them. For a long time, we lasted on the ever-present but meager starved corpses. Now all that remains are dry bones. God does not speak. Our world is dying. Nothing makes sense. And we will die with it. And you said I had a weird relationship with God, Cody. No, I just said your gods were always <laughs> mad. I don't think you have a weird relationship. You have a very antagonistic one. Uh-huh. I may have said you have a weird relationship with God. I'm being pedantic. You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you totally have. We have recordings of it. Thank you, Jordan. Yeah, I just... Your role just made me sad. <laughs> How can you be yeah. sad? God is I'm dead having, and you can do nothing about it. I'm having such a good time. I'm <laughs> I'm not. Like I just am just thinking week, about right? the state of my life right now. It's in shambles, <laughs> I can tell you that. Because of my dino world? Oh boy. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, so this last why. section comes from you are the sole I know. cause of global Yes, war. really, though. Well, Dino Excrement is a lot, you know, and it does a lot okay, of Okay, anyways. This last part comes from Raven the Hunter, which I just didn't steal from Spider-Man for Craven the Hunter, but, you know, no one's going to get that if I didn't say I that. Okay. Right. Humans used to be the most dangerous game, but since the return of dinosaurs, we must prove ourselves again. Dinosaur... Game hunting was made illegal in most countries, but just because something is illegal doesn't mean you can't still enjoy it. Me and my fellow hunters go out into the world. You pick a place, we travel there. We track them, watch from afar as they get complacent, and then finally bring them down for the kill. Of course, this isn't all for naught. Dinosaur parts go for quite a bit on the black market. Dinosaur meat has become a delicacy and the bones are worth more than you can ever imagine. Rather than go to a museum, the bones go to the highest bidder. The black market is also the home of rare dinosaur egg trading. There are those who like to test the limits of imagination and breed or alter all combinations of dinosaur. These rare eggs go for millions, but are the true pride of the poaching guild. It's one thing to take down a T-Rex, but it is another to take down a genetically altered masterpiece. It has become a sort of competition between the poachers and dinosaur geneticists, Who can create the most dangerous dinosaur and who can kill it? Those with the most trophies on their walls are those with the greatest prestige and those who have access to the most dangerous game. And this last part comes from Barnett Fowler. 
there are always going to be people who see nature as a nuisance, something to exploit, or simply something to destroy. But that is only some. Not everyone saw the return of dinosaurs in a negative light. This is an amazing opportunity to truly appreciate something that was thought long dead. Outside of the exploiters and the poachers, there are groups who have taken this opportunity to truly study the ancient species. We want to gather accurate information and spread that knowledge to generations yet to come. Others want to simply be around the dinosaurs at all time, so they travel out in the wild and study and live amongst them. There are also photographers like me who had the chance to get a glimpse of a dinosaur once and never let that go. We take pictures of them in whatever habitat we find them in. God, there are also others who just want to screw dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> we take... <sighs> We take pictures of them in whatever habitat we find them in. The world has changed vastly oh. since, they're originally, since they originally roamed the Earth, so it is interesting to see how they react and interact to the new world of the humans. Sometimes it isn't pretty, but other times the results are endearing and beautiful. But no matter what they say, dinosaurs in the world of today aren't all bad. And I just wanted to end on a happy note because the rest of it was just like a satire of how terrible things would be. But yeah, that's my world. That was a Jurassic Park homage, which again, I've never seen the first movie, but I know that that's in the yeah, spirit it's, of it's it. It's in the spirit of like, you know, yeah, there would be some terrible people who would exploit the dinosaurs coming back, you know, whatever. But there would be some who would actually appreciate it for what it is. And I wanted to have like a happy note after my section three of, oh, yeah, we're going to just feed people to dinosaurs pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, dr drug the hell out of them and let them fight. Oh my god. Okay, Cody. The reality TV show of dinosaur boners. What? Anyway. No, no, you can't. What? That uh, out. what? <laughs> Is this a real TV show? <laughs> no, no, just romantic subplots ah. in reality TV shows, but it doesn't ah, have no, to be. No, it doesn't, humans. especially not in my world. Oh, oh, you were talking about. Yes. Okay. All right. Y'all yeah. ready? I can't. No, I'm this not. This is section four. No. A Guide to I Dino am. World or New New Zealand Scary Tourism and Entertainment. Near the end of my visit, Jeff took me around to some of the carefully manicured tourism destinations. So let's start with culture. And that, of course, means theater. It was a lovely evening, and shockingly, I was not as well-dressed as some of the dinos, many of whom were wearing clothes, uh, which I had never really seen before. Jeff even managed to put on a tie. Oh, no. Anyway, it was a... What? You imagine a little T-Rex and a little T-Rex. Just, just keep going. Keep going. Uh, Continue. Anyways, it was a great night, and I can honestly say A Midsummer Night's Dream performed by Triceratops and Stegosauruses was pretty great. The venue was massive, and again, with flex seating and amenities for humans and all sizes of dinosaurs. Jeff told me afterwards that this venue would also be used for operas, symphonies, and even some pop music. He asked if I'd like to join him on any of these shows. It was kind of an awkward moment. I was only going to be in New New Zealand for another week. Next, of course, is the food. And it is odd. The herbivorous dinosaurs eat only plants now. And let me tell you, prehistoric plants are pretty good. But the meat eaters. Well, they eat dinosaurs as long as they're not sentient dinosaurs so it's kind of like an odd kind of cannibalism i will admit it was a little weird the first time i ate t-rex in front of jeff the t-rex but he didn't seem to mind as he was eating the exact same meal as me so oh well 
So I can report that T-Rex is better braised. It is a tough and gamey cut of meat and requires a slow cook and some wine. While enjoying this very fine meal, I decided to broach a tricky subject with Jeff. Jeff, so we need to talk about some rumors. Oh, well, yes, yes, they're all true. We are trying to get back into the movies. Not only has our changed landscape created new locations that will make for great films, but that is not the real exciting bit. Actors and talent. Not only. Now, only imagine how great it would be to have a dinosaur in a leading role. Now, imagine the possibility for the creature movies. A real live Godzilla or any other creature feature. We're very excited. Well, no, Jeff. I was... I was talking about the rumors of a less savory part of New New Zealand. Um, I'm afraid I don't know what you're talking about. I could see Jeff flexing his jaws in embarrassment. He was such a proper dino. Well, there are rumors, let's say, of a red light district, houses of I, I don't think that picked up on the bike, but as soon as you said the word red, I was like, God! <laughs> I'm so glad my daughter just uh, laughed. She can't hear me. You're wearing that. headphones. <laughs> but it would be yeah, weird. But she just... doesn't need to be the I know, presence of I know. that sentence. <laughs> also, your voice reminds me of Murray, the um manager from Flight of the Concords. That it should. Um, okay, good. Let's say, uh, let's say Red Light District. Houses of ill repute. Being frank, dino prostitutes, dino sex shows, and dino strippers. <laughs> Why are you doing this? This was a wholesome show. Jeff to kill you. This is a family was show. was very embarrassed now. C- Cody? Why? Why are you doing this? Why? Why? Why are you doing this, Cody? What, what, what do you have to gain from this? Because I think it's a realistic part of tourism in cities. Yeah, yeah, fine, but you didn't have to go there. Jeff I just very hate how you have now. to specify dino-sex shows. <laughs> yes, well, that might be true, but that is not the point of New New Zealand. We are working hard to make sure that that is not all our tourism has to offer. Mostly, we are a wholesome place with family-friendly attractions. But yes, there are some more scandalous attractions that might attract people. Jeff paused. Bicky, I know you're supposed to leave soon, but he reached out to me with a claw. You could stay here. I hate this. As you know, I am writing this remotely. So yes, I did stay. And I can report the T-Rexes are pretty good kissers. Because the ur- I have to back up so far because the urge was just to scream. And I can't break the mic again. So I'm just going to sit back here for the rest of the show. I hope that was the last line. Why? Yes, T-Rexes are pretty good kissers was the I last line. I don't want to know what else they're good at. I just, just don't imagine, know. Just imagine one little claw. Reaching out to you, you know, and then you and take you know, it, you go in for a little little kiss. Okay, so, because okay, I'm a curious dino person and a human being, my first thought was, wait, what does a T-Rex penis look like? Okay, so here's the thing, is T-Rexes are closely yeah. related to birds. Birds either cloaca. have cloacas or 
horrifying corkscrew duck dicks. Mm-hmm. Duck dick. <laughs> Are you asking me to tell you what kind of dick a T-Rex has in my world? I'm looking it up right now, buddy. Nobody knows. How would they possibly know? I think it's cloacas. They don't know. Oh, I just... Or they could have, like, snake penises. They, like the they, little... they don't know. But they're not that closely related to snakes. I hate this episode. I don't ever want to do this again. But that's my that's my section four. Yeah, thanks, Cody. I need to really save Eric to. very soon, so I'm going to quickly read through my last section. It is short. Tenna was grounded. They had just wanted Yahweh to come look at their world. Yahweh said it was probably dumb and he was busy. So Tenna had picked his up... his brother with a rock. What? Sorry, I keep going. <laughs> so Tenna had picked up a handful of shit and thrown it at Yahweh. The bastard ducked just in time, but it did hit his world. Tenna enjoyed a brief flicker of wicked triumph before receiving the beating of their life. The mother had to break it up. Yahweh said his world was ruined, and the mother had grounded Tenna from world building for a millennia. She could not be disobeyed. But today was the day. Finally, they could re-enter their workroom and see what happened on their world. They threw open the door and found... A dry, dead husk. The square continent had cracked to pieces as the molten core shifted within the planet. The plants were gone, the dirt eroded away into rock. Even the skeletons of their carefully crafted creatures had been ground to dust and disappeared. They bunched their fists and wailed. Soon the mother came. She gave them a hug and reassured them that they could always start again, but better this time. She wondered if Yahweh would teach them more about ecology and self-sustaining systems and give advice about their next attempt, but Tenen knew that Yahweh would never be nice to them. The mother reluctantly agreed to help when she could, and she swept up the old dry ball and took it away to be recycled. Speaking of motherhood, I need to go and comfort my child who is currently uh, throwing a tantrum. Well, we'll close out. Thank you for doing this episode. It was wonderful having you. It was fun. Cody, you are my Chuck Tingle. Dino Thanks. kisses for everyone. Okay, bye, Diana. Just um, stop <laughs> the recording and export and all that. Okay, anyways, so Diana is gone. But Diana is gone, and now it is just a little bit more lonely. Yeah, it is, it is slowly. I, I will say I like the worlds all around. I thought hers was less of a dinosaur world and more of a creationist um, god's world. Uh, world. It was our episode where we did worlds created from beginning to end. Hi, Eric. Um, but yeah, no, I thought it was good. Your world was a travesty, and I hated every second of it. Jordan, my world was beautiful, and it's about love overcoming boundaries. Cody, you made Dinosaur Romance Story, which I'm, I'm surprised that I'm surprised by this. Like, I'm, I'm, I am surprised that I'm surprised by all of that. But anyways, it's my turn to roll, and hopefully I roll something that won't lead to this freaking mess again. Um... Okay, well, <laughs> I don't have time to do this, but we can. But um, the world's write a story based off of one of your worlds. Oh, uh, I'd be fine with that. I, I, yeah, I'm gonna. Tr- I'll have to try. I do not have enough time to do that. <laughs> I mean, you know, just don't write a long story, Jordan. Just you know, be brief. What do you? Brevity mean? is the don't soul of brief. What does that even? What does that even mean? I know. I know. It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> like I don't know how not to write like a ten page story. So I got to get that started tomorrow. Um, okay, well, so next week will be another story episode. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to be doing so much writing next week. I'm pumped. <laughs> okay. Um. So, yeah. Cody, what do you got to plug? Um. Check me out at the Wandering Gamer Network, sometimes on Twitch, on YouTube, 
and where podcasts exist. Yeah, I feel bad because I said I was going to host you guys and I forgot to add you to my hosting list. And then when I tried to, they changed all the stuff in the dashboard. So I don't even know how to put you on my hosting list anymore. So I will get to it when I can. It's not fine because I feel like I should support you even though you don't support me. Anyways, you can You can check me out at something against zero zero at twitch.tv. I stream sometimes. I stream now. Um, I'm going to be doing The Witcher 3 on stream. Haven't done so yet because this last weekend was very busy for me. But And also, I guested on Instant 3 Plays, their um, Twitch stream of D&D. So you can check that out at Instant 3 Play. They will also be releasing that in podcast form. I will definitely be announcing that when it happens. But yeah. So check me out on Instant Roleplay Sundays at about 6 p.m. EST, and I will be there again this week. You won't hear this. I was there again last weekend. (laughs) And anyways, that's us. We had a weird, weird episode. We'll catch y'all on the flip side. Bye. Bye. Oh, my God, Cody. I'm so happy.